Welcome to Heads Up Missouri. To keep you informed and to keep the conversation going, we Missouri legislators will podcast from your state capitol. As women legislators from across the state with unique perspectives, we hope to provide insight to the state policy process. So welcome. Hi, I'm State Representative Tracy McCreary. I represent Olivet and Creek Corps in St. Louis County. I'm Lauren Arthur, State Representative for a district in North Kansas City, the best district in the world! <laughs> of course. I'm State Representative Deb Lavender. I represent Kirkwood and Glendale in the St. Louis County area. Hi, I'm Senator Kiki Curls. I represent the 9th District in Kansas City in Raytown, Missouri. And I'm State Senator Jill Shoup, representing all our parts of 22 communities in St. Louis County. From now on, you'll find our podcast on Squarespace, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching for Heads Up Missouri. So welcome to Heads Up Missouri. Uh, welcome to Heads Up Missouri. This is the last week of session, and this is going to be the last legislative podcast that I'm moderating. Um, so this week has been ferociously fast. That's the only way that or I've been able to process the it. The other way is we think it's slow. It's so slow. <laughs> Tuesday morning at 11, I would have told you and bet money that it was Wednesday afternoon at 3. Wow. So... There's a whole lot that we push into a short amount of time that has it feel like it's a whole lot longer than it really is. So from an outside perspective, the reason it's felt fast is there are only so many bills that can move, mm -hmm. and they're bringing them all up this week. So we had Senate Bill 43, which we've talked about. We had uh, PDMP in the House, and we've had Circuit Breaker in the House and Real ID in the Senate, and the Senate is currently filibustering, or a singular senator is currently filibustering right. minimum wage. So I want to talk about Senate Bill 43 because that was a, an almost seven-hour ordeal in the House. On Monday night. Yeah. Senate Bill 43 is the um, bill from the Senate, from Senator Romine, who's currently being sued for discrimination, who brought up a bill that will make it harder to sue businesses for discrimination. And so... He's being sued in his private life, well, his personal, professional life outside of here, not mm -hmm. as a senator. Yeah. He owns a, a rent-to-own company, yeah. and uh, he's being sued by an employee for some atrocious things. Mm -hmm. And um, so in the Senate, it came through without any amendments, I think, yeah. I don't remember any amendments it on it. It was a but while you know, ago. This has been sitting yeah. kind of stewing you know, Just for a to while. remind you, so it may, it, it's a much higher standard for um, a charge of discrimination, and it also doesn't allow the employee to do, to do anything to sue the person. So it may it may have been a supervisor, but it it doesn't allow you to sue your supervisor. It only allows you to sue the business, and um, which is which is problematic. I mean, you you know you want to get mm -hmm. relief from the person who is causing you the yeah. injury. So, um, and it does that. You know, well. One of the reasons that I suspect it does that is because the business or the corporation has a lot more in terms of resources to defend its name or to keep itself from having to um, from having to uh, pay out mm -hmm. in whatever way to the person who has been discriminated against. It also gets whistleblower protections and it's just generally a not great bill. Yes. Yeah, so it got over to the House, and there had been rumors that they were going to try to keep, they had to keep it clean, which means no added amendments, and then that, after seven hours, it left clean. It left clean, so we brought up, oh, four oh. or five, maybe even six or seven mm -hmm. amendments, 
but the process is such, and as you're saying, it's the last week and we've got all of these important bills coming up. If the House had attached even one amendment, the bill would have had to come back over to the Senate. And I think when it was here, Senator, you all slowed, you debated this bill for quite a while on the floor. We did. We did not want to let this bill, you know, go through. So And so if it came back, the thought was from, I'm sure, the sponsor and everybody else who wanted this bill to pass, if we attached anything as an amendment to it and it came back over to the Senate, procedurally, it would take another day or two days to get onto the calendar, to get onto the floor, and by then the Democrat senators might say, okay, we can last 36 more hours and talk about nothing except this. And it's not even about adding things to the bill. This bill had had and still has drafting errors and problems. And it's embarrassing to me that something with obvious typos and mistakes has been passed out, even with some of our Republican colleagues admitting that it has mistakes. But like, we've been told this needs to pass without amendments. Seriously? I mean, what... What kind of democracy is this? It's crazy. One one of the best lines I think I heard was, it makes it harder to sue your employer for discrimination, which means it's easier for your employer to discriminate. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, it was just such a simple twist Mm -hmm. of, it's easier for them to discriminate. If it's easier for them to discriminate, it's so much harder to prove that. Mm -hmm. What do they have to hide? Why do they need it to be easier? So... It, it was a, a difficult night. Um, our, I don't think the Democrats were asked to offer a single amendment. Mm-mm. And we, of course, had them there ready to go, but not a single Democrat was even acknowledged to offer an amendment. All of the amendments offered that night were from Republicans. Yeah. So we heard Mona, Mona Light, um, a couple of like very legal. Religious freedom religious, kind of thing. Yeah, and there was a, Jay, a representative, Jay Barnes, had a legal amendment as well. Um, but they spoke about Mona for probably an, a total of two hours, which I think is the most that it's been spoken about on the House floor in my memory. Yeah, know. Mona is the Missouri Non-Discrimination Act. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. right. Which would allow Missouri to protect LGBTQ plus people from discrimination also in our state. You, you would no longer be able to be fired if you are gay. You would no longer be able to lose your apartment because you were gay. And so, yes, that amendment was offered, but the plan was always that the amendment would be offered, we'd have the chance to talk about it, and then the amendment would be pulled. So, in a large part, I felt like we were just playing the game also. Well, and I'm going to play devil's advocate for that a little bit. I feel like any time we can have a discussion with our colleagues about why it's just frankly wrong to discriminate against a group of people that it moves the discussion a little bit forward so and I do I do feel like uh, I almost said Senator Engler he was a former senator now he's finishing out some time over on the Senate on the house side that he had left in his term he's doing his time in the house yeah exactly that's kind of what it feels like Um, I do feel like he got a kind of a public commitment from the house speaker Todd Richardson that that Mona would make it to the house floor next year for a debate so you know I'm Maybe I'm a well, glass I'm, half full person, but I had the chance to speak about it. Yeah, I was just, uh, yeah, you know, the whole thing set, felt it, like it, a setup. It it did. It felt and like a, yes. a theatrical yes. staging, and I was right. part of the staging. I right. admit that. Like right. I knew it was coming, but yep. I also feel like publicly, Representative Angler looked the speaker in the eye and said, "Next year is my last year in the House. Mm-hmm. We, I really, the one thing I want is to have a 
discussion uh, about the Missouri Non-Discrimination Act on the House floor, mm -hmm. and I think it will happen. I really do. Yeah. Let's and I think it will pass. Well, and you know, with our numbers uh, as Democrats in the House and the Senate and with a Republican governor, the best we can do sometimes mm -hmm. is to be able to talk about something. Right. So, you know, the idea that you were on this really bad bill for seven hours, knowing that no amendments were going to be mm -hmm. added so that it didn't change it, so that it didn't make it go back through another process. Um, you know, I think that bodes well for the speaker wanting to give you time, but also for you guys taking advantage of that time right. and making sure that an alternative message to what this bill puts forward gets out there. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So this bill's gonna probably, it needs to be third read, voted out, and then it'll go to the governor's desk. So in the meantime, please call the governor if you have any mm -hmm. feelings about this. They're currently like taking names, zip codes, yes or no. 573-751-3222. And call and just say, the good thing about if you're calling the governor, as long as you live in Missouri, all of us are his constituents. Well, that's the thing. I've been talking to other business students who are coming into to St. Louis. They're going to Wash U, and I told them about this bill, and they were like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're going to be constituents. Yeah, you should call. that's true. So if you are even moving to Missouri or even considering it, I would highly recommend you call the governor's because this is the exact antithesis of what he said he was going to do, which is bring more talent to Missouri. And I understand a lot of people are going to the governor and saying, please don't sign this bill. Please don't put this into public policy. And um, so I'm hopeful that he's listening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The House had another eventful night last night. Uh, you guys heard PDMP. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Physician Drug Monitoring Program. So that has been in the House, I think, for three weeks we had requested a conference with the Senate, which is what you do. So we pass a bill, the Senate passes a similar bill, but it's different. We each say, well, I don't really like your version, I like my version. Why don't we all get together and figure out the differences? So we had asked for a conference at least three weeks ago. And last night, the sponsor, Representative Holly Rader from Cape Girardeau? Sykeston. Sykeston. Saxton. Brought it up on the floor. <laughs> And almost immediately, we had gone from, we started at 10 in the morning. We probably had an hour and a half off for lunch. I think this came up on the floor. Goodness, at around 8. Around 8 o'clock, and all of a sudden, the floor exploded mm -hmm. with energy. Mm -hmm. Because the Senate version is quite different than what the House version was. The representative started off the conversation by saying the Senate refuses to budge. So I want to dissolve the committee and actually started talking about accepting the Senate's version. The Senate's version is much weaker than the House version. The Senate version only tracks two medications, classes of medications, and I believe ours, the House version had much more Multiple, than that. Yeah. The Senate's version dumped data after 180 days. Ours, I'm not, it was, was it over two, two years? years. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. that we tracked data for two-ish years. And that's very important in, in tracking um, just addiction. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, the, who, the data show, the data on like addiction and recovery shows that like you need to keep the data for as long as possible right. because, you know, to, to dump data after 180 days, a lot of people can make can make it through like 
you know, sober and drug free mm-hmm. for first um, six right, months. Right. But um, yeah, we need to we need to have long longevity with that data. Right. So part of the reason for this sudden interest and sudden energy infusion, I guess, was that this was so different than what Holly Rader had fought for for so long, mm-hmm. and so many of us now live in counties that the county has already put in their own drug monitoring program. Well, because the state has refused to act on a lot of things. Right. So St. Louis County put one in. I was able to contact County Executive Steve Stenger last night and Doug Beck, representative from South City or South County, did the same thing. St. Louis County program already has so many other counties that Mm -hmm. are participating that last night County Executive Stenger felt very comfortable saying we already are covering close to 50% of the people in Missouri in St. Louis County's program Mm because other counties are joining on to it. Like Jackson County has Jackson County County, County, and I think Green County? Green County has not. Clay County I don't think has yet Mm -hmm. although I think they've indicated that they want to. Boone has Mm -hmm. um, but we heard the list of counties it's quite a -hmm. lot of counties. So now those of us who have always been in favor of this now have a good reason to say we're not taking the Senate's version mm-hmm. because after 18 months, the county would have had to go to the state's program. Which mm-hmm. is less effective. Less in effective, my a lower standards. And so those of us who live in a county that have this uh, program that's at the standard the House has advocated for years, we suddenly don't want to lower that standard because we're accepting the Senate position. So you had an awful lot of people who mm-hmm. for years have said, yes, I support this, yes, I support this, yes, I support this, say, oops, not this version. Mm-hmm. And so that was part of the energy and the buzzing going on in the chamber last night for probably a good oh. hour. Oh, more than that. Two hours. Two yeah. hours. And let me just say, we got there was a little buzzing and energy going on when we got the notice that you had dissolved the, I think Ooh, they call it collapsed, yes. or oh, something like that, the conference <laughs> wow. committee. Yeah. I can't remember the terminology, the but visual. we were all like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, it was dissolved. Was dissolved. Yeah. dissolved. Collapsed. Mm-hmm. Dissolved. But I just saw it all you know, I haven't melting been, down. I haven't been here long, but that was the first motion of that effect that I had heard. Yeah, right. so I had never heard that one right. either, so right. that was a... Right. So I was listening to the House last night, and as the House was finishing with PDMP, the Senate picked up Real ID. And I was like, I can't listen to both of these. <laughs> so, Senator, I, I'm... Well, let me, so, oh, yeah. so in the House, then, the bill was laid over. Yeah. So there was no final resolution Well, I think it was laid over because the Republicans well, yes. have a, an app on their phones where they can kind of get a feel for the vote count, and I think they realized that the votes weren't there, so they had to well, quickly lay it over. and especially as so many Democrats who had supported mm-hmm. this for so long said, we can't vote for this tonight. So they lay the bill over, which means we don't know what's going to happen, and then, indeed, Representative Holly Rader may bring it back up again. She may not bring it back up again. Okay. So... So we had real ID. So yeah, so you know that was an interesting conversation. You know, there it's it's interesting to me this year. It's the first year that I remember that there seems to be a lot of filibustering going on um, from the Republican side of the aisle. And you know, we have one senator who is really adamantly opposed to this bill, Senator um, Will Krause, and who actually also ran to be our Secretary of State. You may recall in this <laughs> last election cycle. So. Um, 
uh, unsuccessfully. I may, uh, I'll follow up with that, even though he is a senator, so I think it's pretty clear that he was unsuccessful in that. But um, he, his big objection to this is that the government is going to be holding on to our information, that there's going to be, that, that Missouri, the only state that, no, that's not true. We're not the only state that's not real ID there's compliant, like but there are like not, before, oh, I thought there was, there, there's, I think there's less than five, okay. so that are, that are not compliant. But, you know, this is one of those issues that really affects our people back in our districts and that we hear from about it because starting in January, if we haven't done something to move towards this, people are not going to be able, they're not going to have a compliant driver's license or identification to get on an airplane. They're not going to be able to walk into federal buildings, which includes our federal courthouse. Um, they are not going, you know, so it, you can imagine military the real bases. Military bases. Maine, starting January 22nd, 2018. Maine, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, and Washington. For some reason, the states that start with them, um, right? Have, my, so I think oh there's my. some. I think there's something to that, you guys. I really do. It's okay. Well, I you do. know, they're in the middle of the alphabet, right. so right. or the middle of the country, as the case may be. But it was it was interesting to hear the discussion. And the reality is, um, there were amendments attempted and things that were being put on. One of them was to to if there is a certain part of the bill that's found to be unconstitutional. Um, should this go to court, that the, the senator um, from the 8th, Senator Krauss, wanted to put an amendment on that said that this nothing in this bill is severable. So if there's one piece that is, that it's not constitutional, the whole bill goes by the wayside. And he ended up, I think, um, withdrawing that amendment because people challenged him. No. Yes, you can get a driver's license, but it, but, so part of, part of what um, the senator from the 8th wanted to do was to put on your driver's license that you are a non-citizen. And, um, you know, somebody had suggested that maybe I offer an amendment that puts just a big NC in red, um, in, in scarlet, um, on, on, the, uh, on the legislation. I didn't want to do that because I was afraid it would be accepted. <laughs> so, um, anyway, the, the other thing, so, so, again, thank you, that was... Um, that the amendment maker, the senator from the eighth, with, withdrew that amendment when Senator Walsh, who has a son-in-law who is not a Native mm -hmm. American mm -hmm. and not an American citizen, um, kind of you know said this is affecting real people, and here's yeah. an example. So he withdrew his amendment. But what is on the bill that was a some language that was worked out with him and the and Ryan Silvey, the senator um, who sponsored this legislation, was that. Remember that if you are very low income and can't afford for the photo voter ID bill to pay for the underlying documentation to be mm -hmm. able to get your photo ID to vote, that you're able to get that paid for by the state. So those are identification cards that are non-driver's license. Mm -hmm. So on this bill, this sort of, to me it's not a compromise, to me it's a terrible public policy we are not allowing those low-income people who do not drive to get a real ID compliant driver's license to vote with. So they will be voting with an ID that will allow them to go to the polls and vote that doesn't allow them to drive because they need non-driver's license, but it also will not allow them to get on a plane or maybe go visit their child when they graduate on a military base or go into a federal court building if they need to do that. Yeah. 
And the rationale from Senator Krauss, and he repeated this many, many times, was it costs about $2.60 extra to go through the process. Unfrigging believable. And so I think that somebody came up with a number of about 100,000 people that this would affect, which means we're talking at most $260,000 of estate money to give these low-income people who... To have, treat them as to treat humans them as equals. human beings. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad equals. I did not listen to the debate last night. I would have lost it because you can't. Uh, Senator Krauss was also a big proponent of photo voter ID last year. Right. Says so like, oh, we're going to make it easy. No one has come up with any sort of like process to mm-hmm. get reimbursed, to get your underlying documents, to like get that state issued ID, and on top of that, we have this real ID conundrum, and he's trying to stop that too. You just, can't have it both ways. Just right. to give you. A That's little right. U-turn right now. So we took $1.3 million from the Secretary of State. There was a fund to help educate Ed, people right. for yeah. photo vo- ID. Mm-hmm. The Secretary of State's office is challenging the ACLU that they don't have to spend that money because it's in a fund that's not appropriate to be able to be used for this purpose. So Wait, isn't just, that in statute, though? Like in 1631, well, that yes, it can only go into effect if it's fully funded and people are fully right, educated? Right, That's right. right. But just to throw in another little wrench to this whole process, the money we just put into for the education, the Secretary of State may not release it for that purpose. But, but let me remind you that while we don't want this to go into effect, the truth is out there yep. where people aren't paying attention like all of us do, there is so much confusion. Yep. So people will, if they're not, if they don't have the ID or don't think they have the right yeah, ID, or they're not going to go to the polls and vote. And, and that's that is exactly wanted, the that's problem. That's what they wanted. That's from, that study from Wisconsin just came out. 200,000 folks were impacted by photo voter ID. Mm-hmm. And uh, the current administration won by 22,000 votes. Oh. So Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is all, all part of the... What, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, all part of the game to disenfranchise but low it's not income. A game. These are real people, right? Yeah. But right, no, I'm talking right. Yeah, I know. And I, these I, are real people, and yeah. these are people who are, whose voices are not being heard and are not going to mm-hmm. be heard if they're not even able to elect people that will represent their interests. Mm-hmm. So this is our kind of like a mini segment. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you know, um, thank you for this mini segment, and these are actually a little gift that we wanted to give. To you for oh, all the work wait. on, yeah. Really? There's a, she's the big ones are good something different. Oh, oh. She's a jolly good fellow. Oh my gosh! Don't, just don't go into kumbaya. I'm not. <laughs> we, oh, did we talk about that? We, anyway, no, we, we hope you enjoy them, and you have just you. been a, thrilled with a breath all of fresh air right, and what you oh. have done what? for us. And there's even more. Uh, there's more. And there's we more. We have decorations for your new place <laughs> when you go to graduate school. Oh. To thank you and congratulate, to thank you for all the work. And, you know, we had to be careful. We they wouldn't you. let us put everything that we wanted to put right. in here. Because, you know, censorship <laughs> in 2017. Alive and well. Alive and well. Anyway, we can't I'm thank you Putin enough. I'm glad Putin approved these for, for us. Right. You know? <laughs> Seriously, right. unbelievable. Right. You know, so thank you. We thank you guys thank the so world much. of you, and we love what you've done for us. We love so. you. Thank you so much for helping us spread the message oh, and obviously. letting us get yeah. our voices heard out there. And to both of our listeners, we just gave <laughs> <laughs> we just gave Sheila a beautiful um, vase of flowers yes. and a resolution from the Senate and from the House. Yeah, um, with frames. Her, with frames. This is, these are my second and third resolutions. <laughs> Really? Jason Kander gave me my first. Oh, so. adorable. Right. Well, yeah. so we're, we're in good company, and yep. uh, 
we just, you know, can't thank you enough for yeah, helping yes. us get the word out. Yeah. Oh, thank thank you. you. We love you.